0: Associates. That's right, folks. The free associates. The freedom to associate. The freedom to make associations. The freedom to just like uh, zone out. The freedom to just not know what you're talking about. Like, that's really novel. And the freedom to associate with anybody or any idea that comes our way. Because you know why? And you want to know why? Well, just wait for it then. Because discussion leads to more discussion. And maybe more discussion leads to a shared understanding, or like something in common, or more questions. Yeah, more questions. I know, it sounds awful, doesn't it? Why would we want more questions right now? But the act of it, the act of it just, it's, it's calming. It makes one relax. And it makes one relax because at least we can have these conversations, even when they're difficult. Even when they're difficult, and I gotta say... You know, thinking about it, I have brought together, I have assembled this week, forces against my dark army. That's right. Because I have brought two people in the studio. They're sunny. They have sunny dispositions. They think everything's okay. They think life is fantastic and everything works for them, so it must work for everybody. These are the armies of lightness. I am the army of darkness. I am worried. I'm concerned. I'm anxious. So, a couple things have happened these guys could convince me that I'm wrong, which I'm totally willing to be convinced. But here's the thing. Like, I'm going to have, like, some hangups here. We're going to be talking about the fall of Rome today and the fall of America, and I have to say the article made me chuckle in spots. Now, it could be my cynicism. It could be any number of things. Now, I want to let you guys know that we have a website. It's thefreeassociates.us. That's right, thefreeassociates.us is where you can get the readings every week, getting a couple days ahead of time. And then you can know what we we'll would be talking about. You know, Atlantic Magazine is probably going to be calling cease and desist because I only get my articles from Atlantic Magazine. But, you know, they're good. <clears throat> they're good. I do tend to set them up like bowling pins and, and throw a bowling ball down them, but, you know, I really appreciate that there magazine out there, like, yeah, grappling, like, willing to talk about it. It's okay. We can talk about it. We want to stay loose. That's what we want to do. Have a good time. That's right. And we're so happy to be here on WMUA or given some space and a platform to shout out over the valley and discuss. Now, we know that part of our show, at the beginning of the show, my contestants, should we call them contestants, my guests give me a drawing. They give me a drawing and then I free associate on that drawing. And by giving me that drawing and me free associating, not describing, I get even looser than I already am because no experts, we got no experts on the show, would never, ever, have a fall of Rome expert on this show right now. Because I don't want to hear about it, man. I want to sound smart in context with the other people in the room. I don't want to see my own class. Now, interestingly enough, we're going to do two drawings at the same time. I have to pre-associate on two drawings at the same time. So get ready. Get ready. Don't show me yet. Don't show me. Don't show me. Don't show me. Don't show me. All right, get ready. I'm like getting ready to free associate in <clears throat> three two, one, go. Uh, Hawaii. Polynesian, Chinese food, chicken fingers. I can't stop eating. Poo poo platters. Giraffes on a train. Uh Uh-oh, that's kind of descriptive. Wait a second. I'm in the South Seas. I'm fighting in the Second World War. I'm on a beach rolling around with somebody. I'm in a movie. I'm an actor. I'm a singer. I'm in Hollywood. My career is waning. I move out to Oklahoma. I move into a Panhandle. My farm just went belly up. Boom! Just free associate. Absolutely every free association thing you could do. I got 100 out of 100 A++ free associations. Folks, that's how you do it. Now, in a minute, we will be back. And we'll be back with Greg White and Jeremy Whalen. And we'll be talking about the fall of Rome. And remember, freeassociates.us. It's also a place where you can get our podcast, because I don't know if you know this, while it's not the most popular podcast on iTunes in outer space where aliens are roaming, it's a number one podcast, because part of our show is to welcome an alien invasion, because they might have some answers that we're not just thinking about, think behind the box or around the box. Now, prog Rock and Talk Rock are a marriage made in heaven, so listen to some Diodato and we'll be right back. Right, and we are coming back into the studio at WMUA Amherst. You're listening to The Free Associates, and I want to welcome you guys into the studio. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you. For oh, your mic's not on, Waylon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does that to
2: Yeah, it's just a setup.
0: I think Waylon had a big yeah. night right, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I know. He had a big night last night. Yeah, we walked night, so.
1: right into that. Brain is mashed potatoes right now. walked right into that trap.
2: Well, yeah.
0: I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> I do that every time. Yeah. Do you <laughs> want to tell
2: him? It's like Charlie Brown with the football. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 exactly. For
0: someone so smart. And it's interesting, you know my uh, Barbarian in the Valley handle is B-I-Q. Oh, yeah. Do you know what B-I-Q means? There's like an urban dictionary definition for it.
1: Uh Uh-oh no
2: is it, it's, is I can't it, is remember the actual. do I want to know Yeah, exactly. it's someone
0: who's really smart in some ways and then other ways just like how did you miss that do you want to <laughs> oh, yeah. tell the folks what happened yesterday uh, tomorrow, yesterday morning
1: I can't remember what happened yesterday oh morning my God. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you think, uh, of, why think don't that I, far back no, I refresh, my, that? refresh my memory my brain is mashed potatoes why
0: don't I explain it that's why we like you that's why I bring you on you're a punching <laughs> bag um, <laughs> but we love you body uh, is mashed potatoes too yesterday morning um, I texted Waylon because I was oh, worried yeah. about this because we'd kind of gone back on days. So right, like 7.30, right, right. I said, Waylon, just want to be clear, it's Sunday. right? Uh, because, folks, by the way, we're pre-recording this episode. We're going to pre-record this on Sunday and not, not today. And Waylon texted me back, yeah, 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 and then showed up at the station. <laughs> it was the
1: peek out the shower. Yeah. have the phone and it's like i just see nine I'm like yeah of course i'm, yeah, I'm like yeah. in the shower getting ready dude. you were
0: annoyed you were annoyed i
1: came here i sat in a chair out there for five minutes no way. while poker time was going on <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> they probably were like who the heck is this kid yeah like is he a fan here <laughs> did uh, they come people, to talk though. to me for, so oh, so you, yesterday, sure. you? oh yeah no there's a poker empire you came right, in yesterday yeah, yeah. Wow. He came
0: in. Now, he wow. lives kind of close, so it wasn't Right. right, a, it wasn't right, right. Trial, oh, I do stuff right.
1: like that all the time. I was telling him that I volunteer up at Camp in Maine, three and a half hours away. Uh-huh. I went on the wrong week weekend. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Twice.
2: Twice. That's, a, that's, a, that's a shallow learning curve right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody's not picking up pretty quickly. Well, he's, <laughs> he's,
0: he's a genius in
2: some ways, so that's good.
0: Now, could you introduce yourself, Greg?
2: Uh, Trying to get I'm, your last name right because we've always I'm, had trouble. With yeah, that. I'm Greg White. Yes. Yeah, and so you teach at, at Smith College. That's so I'm right. not Greg Smith, who teaches at you know, White and College. We've or, had yeah, that so many times. <laughs> Cody often calls me. Uh, well, I'm not Greg the only one. And I have too. to say, and it's I It's a don't, common mistake.
0: not sure you heard this last time, but I had a really good friend named Greg Smith. Uh, yeah, no, I you still, did say that. That's I haven't true. talked to him in yeah. years,
2: but he was close. Well, it's great to be here. I mean, I'm honored to be back, well, and I get to sit at the feet of masters and, and learn <laughs> that's what from, it is. from, from <laughs> these gurus. That's so, what it is. Yeah. That I just, is what that, it teach is. Teach me.
0: Well, I'll tell you, we've missed you tremendously, huh. and uh, I've had to scramble for guests. We've had great guests in the interim, but it's really great to have you back no, in the bullpen. Yeah. Can you tell us just really briefly where you were?
2: Am I allowed to? Well, yeah. Ooh, I guess, yeah, yeah. am I allowed were you to? Te- in
0: an intelligence agency, or what? <laughs> no, I wasn't that. Not, okay. not at all.
2: No, yeah, I was in, I was in Morocco for the fall, for yeah. the Fall, uh, September, Sweet. October, cool. November. And that's so. your specialty, is the Maghreb? Yeah, 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 I work on North African politics. Um, study it. It's interesting it
0: and, times. Unfortunately, yeah, truly, the yeah. Chinese have that proverb. Oh, it's a curse. May you live in interesting times. <laughs> you know, we certainly are blessed. <laughs> if yeah, that's the yeah, case, yeah. so
2: it's it's it's, it's where abundance of riches in that regard. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So that actually kind of segues into what we're going to talk about today, which is if you go to the website freeassociates.us, you'll see an article, interesting article. <laughs> You know, as soon as I saw it, I thought, "Oh, this would be good for us." Uh, should I summarize the article, or someone else want to take a crack yeah, at you can for for it. it? You go for it. You roll it. So basically, it's saying, and yeah, I'm kind of like, I have a couple of chuckles in my belly a little bit. Again, yeah. I, I'm, let me ask you before I describe it. You both love this article, right?
1: At first, I uh, uh. you you told me that you would uh, that I would like it, and you okay. are a good judge of what I like and don't. Yeah. And I just got bored as heck with oh, the bored. with the with the beginning long. of it. The first couple of paragraphs, I was like, where is this going? How is it connecting to. You two paragraphs? Well, because I'm a modern. I'm a. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I got a tension span of a fly over here. Okay. That's right, right. Yeah. I read a couple of lines and I was like, Cody sucks. But, um, no, I like I the modern – I like talking – the ancient, ancient Rome well, well, does not do it for I'm me. I'm sorry.
0: I apologize. I set you up for a long explanation. I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't I just <laughs> wanted to get off. a thumbs-up, Roman thumbs-up or thumbs-down on. Thumbs-up. Thumbs-up. Okay. Yeah, I thumbs I did, up. definitely. For okay, me, a cool. thumbs-up, too. So yeah. The you slow yeah. thumb-up, yeah. though. Okay. Like yeah, exactly. Starting yeah, you, in the middle right, of the right, right, and that. Right, right. right. With the Okay, so my thumb went down pretty fast. I would have the gladiator slayed, to be sure. And that's why I love the fact that you guys are on the show because I – and I mean this Sincerely, I feel like you guys have similar dispositions. You're sunny 88 degrees. You know? What did you
1: call us in the beginning? The like the Isis of Light basically. No, the Armies of Light, <laughs> the Armies of
0: Light. So it doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise we're out me there at there the least militants of that photons you, that you guys like this article. Now, Let's describe the article, or I'll describe the article. The article is talking about the fall of Rome and how historians are revisiting, as historians like to do, as they make their careers. I mean, there is a—maybe we can discuss this a little bit, but revisionism seems— somewhat of a commercial endeavor at times, uh-huh. right? Like Stalin actually was a good leader. It's like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, no, 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 for sure. You know, Mao was great. No, please don't. I know you can get a book deal for that, but you don't need to do that. Let's not do that because he killed how many millions of his own people. So revisionism is always an aspect of history, and it's an important aspect too. And often history serves the time that it's in. But this is basically looking at the fall of Rome and saying, I think, quite unusually, the fall of Rome was actually a good thing, that what it did was it released, uh, it created localized powers, and those localized powers were allowed to innovate in a way that Rome hadn't innovated. And we're seeing this now in America. Now, that's a pretty big leap, but the article is saying, perhaps we shouldn't fear the fall of the American empire, because the fall of American empire will lead to a similar golden age of localism. Um, and a lot of innovation can come from this, localism. It might be jumping the gun on the decline of the American empire. I don't really think federal yeah. power is in the wane, or the American empire particularly is in the wane, but I get the, the argument. So is that a fair summary of the article?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think Just so. And, and what I, I mean, I think what's also striking is that, and I think you and I have talked about this before, the, the ways in which we often sort of use analogy, in our reasoning and in our arguments, you know, it's just like fill in the blank, it's just yeah. like Vietnam, it's just like Watergate, it's just like you know, um, Hitler, it's just like you know, and you use these convenient uh, historical examples. So when you say this is just like the fall of the Roman Empire, it's like okay, you know, maybe you yeah. know, it can, might help us think initially about the ways in which it could be similar, but of course. It's absurdly and profoundly different. Right? Yeah. So, so it's that the analogies sometimes work and they sometimes help a discussion and an argument, and then other times they can just c- c- get people gummed up. And they're like, "Oh, it's not like Vietnam, it's not like Watergate, it's not like Hitler." You know, and then you're like arguing about Vietnam and Watergate and Hitler rather than what's <laughs> yeah. happening right now. Oh,
0: that's a really good point. So I,
2: that's why I mean, I like it. I like the conceit. I like the 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 artifice of saying, you know, well, look at the Roman Empire fall. It the can fall be of the Roman Empire, and then misdirection. Perhaps. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're like. You get you're kind of dumbed about, up, be like, you know, to you're to "Look empers. at the fall. I don't know anything about the fall of the Roman Empire, so how can I say it's just like the fall of the oh, Roman Empire?" On you this show, I
0: mean? you can say whatever you want.
2: <laughs> but I'm saying, as, as you know, as a reader, as an intellect, and, as somebody trying agreed. to figure this out, as a student, you're like, "I don't know anything about the fall of the Roman. I'm not an expert on it, so well, how I'm can expert. I say whether yep. it is?" Or isn't. in, in the sense. other
1: thing, too, I mean, well, at the beginning, it's talking about the fall of the Roman Empire. I would argue that we're at the height of just federal power in the United States, and it's increasing. And so, what they're talking about here in the article, it's not the fall of anything. It's a it's combating the strength of the federal government and the frustrations that belie mm. our country right now mm-hmm. with the federal government. So, if, for instance, uh, Trump is not doing anything for uh, emissions protections, then the states are stepping in and doing things. If there is no progress made on climate change, there's mayors around the country that are stepping in and and making their voice heard on the local level. So, I don't think it's the decline of the of our national government. In fact, I think it's the strengthening. And seeing that that the the path that it's leading down, not liking it and taking power back to that, to that state and local governments.
0: That's right. And, you know, and that's an interesting, we could kind of get trapped in that, too. But um, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think that we're not just at the height of our federal power. We're at the height of our global power, even though some people say otherwise. I think America, we're close to it. I, I don't know. Would it be hard to know? A hundred years from now, we can look back. But we're also globally very powerful right now. I think people often exaggerate the strength of Russia or China geopolitically. I mean, they're, China's rising. But the other thing is, you could look at that almost in the same way, you know, we could come back to the Roman Empire and, and look at the far from provinces of the Roman Empire. How did they impress their own will against a very strong central power? You know, Christ is a political dissident in Judea as much as he is a religious figure. The the Gauls kind of rebelling and not being quelled by Caesar and stuff like that. So. I do think that the analogy is so seductive because if you study the fall of the Roman Empire, boy, you see a lot of, uh, wow, that really, those underlying problems do look like the ones we have in America. Like, I do think America uh, imitates the Roman Empire a lot. Would you guys agree with that? I mean, I understand that it can be misdirection to get trapped in that. But there's a lot of parallels between the Roman Empire and the American Empire. I, I
2: mean, I think, yeah, I, in some ways, definitely, and yet at the same time, I'm kind of struck. You know, when you mention, um, you know, the Trump Pence administration, I mean, I think a lot of the politics at the federal level these days is a kind of a purposive dismantling. Like, you know, oh, we're yeah, going in sure. to you know deregulate, to break up institutions, to like not monitor the environment. You know, education. You know, we pick picking an, an area of public policy. There's a kind of anti government ethos to it you know it's like stemming from Reaganism like the uh, you know the government isn't the solution to the problem the government is the problem you know that whole sort of was that one of his inaugural speeches and I think that kind of ethos is still really powerful obviously And so I think this is a purpose of dismantling at the at the at the national federal level yeah I would definitely I would definitely institutionalizing
1: it's it's the 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 thing that they're running into uh, I, I 100% agree. It's just so hard to break that down. So you have, like, the DeVosses of the world, and mm-hmm. you have um, the—who's um, uh, the energy secretary? Rick Perry.
2: Um, for, I so, think former, yeah, so, yeah, they, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, yeah, he's not there anymore. Right. But right, yeah. you
1: basically have what, it, what amounts to a just kind of stalemate there. The, syst- the dismantling is so hard to do that— because of the power of the federal government. So, you don't see these, these departments disappearing. You might see a reduction in workforce.
2: But they're getting hollowed out. I mean, think about the EPA. I mean, they're just, they're, yeah. they're, they're breaking but doesn't it every, down. But
0: doesn't every Republican administration do that?
2: Not to well, this well, extent. Well, I mean, well, this hold is on for a real. For a
0: sec. So, how do you square what you're saying with the fact that most people view Trump as an authoritarian ruler who's expanding his executive power? Because you say the EPA is being dismantled. I understand that. Republicans generally do. I know it was created by Nixon, but generally Republicans do. But then you look at his court appointments, that seems like an overreach of federal power, that he's placing um, judges all over in the federal courts without much credentials and stuff like that. So I'm not sure the Trump administration signals a a government-wide dismantling of power. It's just, I feel like the power goes into different places depending on who your president is.
2: Hmm. I'm not not sure. I mean, I think, you know, I think with, you know, so like, you know, court appointees, I mean, many of them are still motivated by this effort of deregulation, removing workplace protections for workers, you know, environmental protections. I mean, it's a, this is, this is a, this is not, this is not your Bush or Reagan or Nixon administration. I mean, this is a much more radical view of um, anti government. But well, How do you square
0: that with the fact that most people see Trump as authoritarian? Or not most people, but a lot of people. The same people who are worried about him dismantling bureaucracies, See him as authoritarian.
1: W- could you not argue also just spending would be the mm. uh, would be an analogy for the the power or the the size of federal government? Spending hasn't gone down.
2: It hasn't right, and then has gone up yeah, because I, spending hasn't gone down. I don't and think tax, you know the tax cuts. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: get. I think your point is is salient and important. But I don't know no, I don't agree with you. think I, I I don't think we're on our way for to a dismantled federal government. You know, states. No, it's not going to disappear. Might, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's so small compared uh, to the larger picture. But let's just back up for a second. Okay. Um, the, let's just look at the thesis that the fall of the Roman Empire led to a, a creative mm-hmm. revolution in Western Europe. Now, again, I'm not an expert on this, so I'm going to go ahead and say whatever I want. That's the beauty <laughs> of not being an expert. But that seems ludicrous to me. I mean, the idea that what Western Roman Empire's collapse led to innovation um, for what we typically refer to as the Dark Ages. I know that people are revisiting the Dark Age, but this feels to me like revisionist in a way where it's like, hey, look, I have this cool new theory about the Dark Ages, and I'm going to get a cheer at this university and a book written. <laughs> but, like, the Western Roman Empire was a amazing source of innovation, way more than... The little monasteries that he's talking about
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and these little duchies that the that the article is talking about, it seems to me Is it Duchy or Duchy? Duchy, Duchy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I and mean, it could be duchy. Yeah. It seems to me kind of absurd. It's an absurd argument that the especially the early dark ages was like more innovative. Maybe it was more innovative than the really late ending of the Western Roman Empire, which was uh, had really been in collapse for a hundred years at least, right? Right. But come on. So what do we think about that? I have a problem with that argument. I have, a, and so, and I also have a problem with localism. Like, I'm not really a big proponent. Fan of, of localism. I just think it's, you know. Hmm. It, it, and that came up. Explain. In okay, so I've been trying to figure out the pronunciation of this guy's name since I started this show. So I actually Googled his pronunciation. And I've kind of given him the wrong name many times. His name is Slava Žižek. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I was like, like who he's, are you talking about?
2: Like Fallows or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Is this he's Slovenian? I think, yeah, and yeah. he's a Marxist. Right. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen him. He he's has an interesting affect when he talks. Yeah. He goes he kind of yeah. talks, and then, yeah. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, it makes him uh, yeah. I don't know. It makes him seem like a uh, pretty smart for some reason, and he is really smart in a lot of ways. And he is uh, really an opponent. He doesn't. Uh, he's not an opponent to localism. He just thinks its only purpose is to make us feel good that it really, that the future is not in local rule, that in fact the problems are so vast that we're going to be facing that localism is like eat more kale. It's not solve global warming. And he thinks that the American left has been seduced by localism in a way that they have, they have given themselves over to feeling good about things, but the forces aligned against them are so vast and powerful that they're going to get played every time whether that forces walmart whether that forces a president or an empire so you know <clears throat> i think that zizek would look at this article and be like really uh, uh, the fall of the western roman empire led to innovation i mean you guys have no problem with that i'm getting blank stares oh no i do have a problem <laughs> with that no. you guys you guys your son <clears throat> just went out because <laughs> <laughs> no, sunny, ancient
1: history just bores the hell out of me. Really? Why? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Amazing. I just... I don't know. He I put just his, can't he put, put his faces head down to the, it. on the council. I know. And like, I know. Well, that, off.
0: that could be last night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I we, understand. We I understand what you're saying. I... I... I, I don't think that uh, localism would would spur innovation. You need you need to have some sort of centralized kind of system of distribution to share those thoughts and ideas and 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 go from there. I, I by by the
0: you. way, I'm sorry. I got to say this. But Waylon last night, it, he's so tired this morning because this couldn't be more relevant to our conversation because he saw a Rage Against the Machine cover band. Oh, yeah. If that's not the fall of an empire, it's actually... Well, the it's, fact that
2: it's a cover band, too, it's kind of meta. Well, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm it's saying. It's not really Rage yeah, Against the yeah, Machine. It's yeah. not like a... I actually think that a, you know, yeah. affirms the empire. Rage Against Artifice. Some System. Yeah, it's Rage Against... Him.
0: If you have a band that can make a living... Off of covering, "Rage Against the Machine." Right, I right. think that means the empire is in the ascendant, not the decline. <laughs> "Rage Against the Machine." <laughs> <And GSMC. laughs> that you share your love of that band with the former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, who also loves that band. <laughs> yeah. I think that what we're seeing here is that the empire is as strong as ever. Darth Vader listens the to the evil <laughs> empire.
1: That's what they. Darth, that's the album that they played. Darth Vader is the jamming out
0: in his custom Tie Fighter <clears throat> to you know "Rage Against the Machine." Uh, like I'm not too worried about it. So I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I had to. Um, by the way, where's your van park today?
1: Uh, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter because this is van. pre-recorded now. Yeah.
0: So, like, you're not going to get. That <laughs> oh, she's ticket, yep, she's, up, she's up
1: there in the 15 minute loading. 15 I got I got a stare zone. yesterday. But if if you go out and you're smiling at people, that's what I. Uh, you got to smile at people. Smile. You got s- like to think like you know what you're doing and smile. <laughs> that's what you have to do in the world.
0: Okay. Can I just tell you a side note? Um, in New York City there was a graffiti artist in the subways. And I'm not talking on the trains, but like in the tunnels. And this graffiti artist would do these elaborate, um, really elaborate, like memoirs on the sides of these walls. Right. And the transit cops could never catch him. For like dec- a decade, they were like, where is this guy? How can we not catch this guy? This guy must be here for like hours. We never can catch this guy. And they finally caught him. And it was a uh, middle-aged guy, who With had an MTA, he had an MTA subway uniform, like a worker's uniform and a hard hat, and they just kept passing him by and be like, hey, and they just like didn't see him <laughs> he was because he, was, he looked official. Was it you? No, it wasn't oh, me. Was like, yeah, this is yeah. your yeah. confession. Your public I did. Confession. I did have a, a, a very small graffiti <laughs> moment in the '90s in New York, but um, okay, I totally. Banksy. Let me and <laughs> confirmed. Let, let me swing confirmed. it back. Let, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, 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 he's
2: confessing. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <clears throat> let, me swing it back to, uh, let me swing it back to the article because, you know, two, I was thinking, I mean, uh, as, a, as a college professor, you always make points, right? So, I have two points that I wanted to make. Okay. Uh, point number one, I and then it'll be B. Three. <laughs> <laughs> one, <laughs> then B. No, I mean, you know, I, I, a little while ago, I was complaining about using uh, analogies. Yeah. You know, and now I'm going to defend it. Good. All right, because you were you were going at sort of like you know did this really the fall of the Roman Empire really lead to this flourishing and this kind of you know um, you know um, not Renaissance but you know sort of like rebirth of, <laughs> Renaissance of
0: the Dark age. yeah yeah you know early early <laughs> proto Renaissance <laughs> super bright dark no but age. I'm just you
2: know I think in some ways I mean the value of an analogy when it does work, is it can kind of sharpen the mind, it can be used as a heuristic, I can never say that word, but yeah. like a heuristic. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, just, no, it's a, like a, a teaching tool, like a yeah. way of illuminating something that you don't right. otherwise wouldn't think about. It sort of helps think about it. So you want to use it and then quickly set it aside. Right. Because if you really dwell on it, then you just get confounded. You know, when I was making the point about Vietnam and Hitler and, and, and other ways that analogies are used. So I would say in some ways that I wouldn't, I don't think it's wise for us to really dwell on did this really happen after Rome fell? I mean, Why, though? Well, I mean, because I think he, you know, we can sort of, we can say that's for the historians to debate. You know, um. I mean, you know, that's for Fallows and the historians who are like, you know, who would know about this better than we to sort of say, oh, it did or didn't. I, I don't know. I, I mean, but I think what he's trying to get at is just this whole question of after centralized power Falls, what comes after? What can come after? Yeah. And that takes me, and that so that that would be my point B, yeah. and that would go back to the Zizek that you know, that you're that you citing. I mean, I I think I completely agree with with you in the sense that I don't hold much hope on local kale eating. Recycling, and let's be fair—it's not just the "quote unquote" left, whatever that means. It's it's the it's the it's the right that also likes local. You know, people people in general, and it's good to people in general like their local communities. They 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 like they like their communities. And we
0: argue for this on the show all the time. So I don't want to locals good. I don't want to locals good. But the
2: big answers to the problems confronting folks is not at the local level. I mean, we need. High speed railways. We need you know, infrastructure that is green. And that doesn't come at the local level. That's really hard to establish at a local level, unless you're California. Yeah. You know, and you're yeah. the well, that's,
0: that's sixth
1: largest economy, fit, fit whatever figures. it is. That in comes you know, between the, the communication yeah. and the sharing of resources between lo- local governments. But right. what is that when they start doing that <laughs> it's the it 's the accumulate it's like go back to the the beginning of uh of America. you have a whole bunch of different currencies in the in right. going on it's like okay, we probably need to centralize this uh, this idea of <laughs> economy here right. you know and then all of a sudden you have a new government right. so it's like the idea that you're going to have all these things, it's, it's uni- European, Union. You, you see it over and over, this kind of regionalization slash this this central central allocation of resources. And so, yeah, so I don't think it's going to do, it's going to, anytime that you have a breakup of things, I don't think it's going to do you any, um, for what we're talking about here, innovation and everything. Now, it, what it can do, and i and this is not talked about but if there's ever any suppression of free thought or things like that that's when you can have ideas that can be more openly expressed from the from the At breakdown the of level. these things on the local level yeah. without because there's usually individuals that are banding together and uh, localized, you're going to have more uh, associated, you know, thought in those. And he's playing me out over here. This is my. Well, uh,
0: I'm not trying Grammy to. Moment. I'm not trying to play you out. But uh, <laughs> I
2: was say a Granny uh, we, we are. Start yeah, yeah that was good. That was good.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're going to be heading to a break. But if you hear the music in the background, this is actually Roman music, as best as they can tell. Like, <laughs> like not the stuff that's in the movies. They had recordings movies. back then. That's well, amazing. they have his forensic knowledge. Right. What
1: is this, Bill Withers? <laughs> So, Withers was back in the. Like, I actually think it's sense. really
0: cool. Listen to it for a second. Uh, you can tell why they d- they fell, right? <laughs> this is some weird music. <laughs> this is what they were like listening to. Like, oh, jeez. Um, now, folks, we're going to go to a break in just a minute. I want to remind you guys that we have our website, thefreeassociates.us. The reading is there. And also, you can access the podcast. My guests have jumped immediately on their cell phones. They've taken a siphon. You're not on, you know? Okay, checking the timer, checking the timer. All right, I appreciate that. Uh, we'll be back in, in just a minute, folks.